And now, courtesy of the Car Shield guest line, we welcome the one, the only Jay Spivey in the house with us. Good morning, Jay. Gentlemen, how are you doing? We're Happy doing. Happy New man. Year, sir. Happy New Year. Happy sir. New Year to you. Happy New Year, Jay. And Jay, how about those college football playoff games? Oh my goodness! Y'all know how much I love college football. Yes, may 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 I throw a question out there? Please do. Big Ten. How you like the SEC now? <laughs> but no, continue, Jay. Go ahead, your Jay. thoughts. Go ahead, Jay. Okay. Um, y'all know how much I love college football. And generally, these games are pretty disappointing. The cut mm-hmm. the playoff games. Yes. They are. But Saturday yeah. was incredible. Yeah. Yes. I was going to say, not Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> it was incredible. Man. Was I hated a- to have to go to sleep early because I had to go to work to the, the next morning. Right. But yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But I'm with you, Jay. Both national semifinals games. To me, the best national semifinals slot uh slot of games that I've seen since they've come up with this. So, I don't best, think there's any question about that. None. Best one. The best none. one. Because nobody expected, and Jay and I talked about this mm, on Saturday. No. no one expected TCU <laughs> to push Michigan around the way that they did. No. No, not at all. No, no. And not only did they push T- did they push Michigan around, they hung half a hundred on them. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> made them look yeah. silly. They, yeah, they did. They they made and they not only and, and Jay, you talked about we talked about this. You know, like I said off the air on on Saturday, and wife and I were watching it, and we were glued to the television. Me too. Not one, but two pick sixes. <laughs> By that TCU defense. Jay, the floor is yours. I mean, it's just – I don't even have a real rooting interest, although I am a – I, I want a Georgia to win because I'm a huge – even though I live in a state that pretty much doesn't care about college football, mm-hmm. which for some unknown reason just Correct. bothers the living daylights out of me. Yes. I, yes. I, because I, you're I a live, football fan. I yeah. live and breathe SEC football. I watch almost nothing but SEC football on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I love watching good teams like Georgia and Alabama play. I mean, just look at what happened Saturday. I mean, I know Ohio State played well and Michigan played pretty well, but I don't know that you can argue that Alabama might be the second-best team in the country. Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. quite possible, and, and especially with yeah. the outing that they put for the Sugar Bowl uh, earlier that day, too. I mean, and they, they had no incentive to play silly. well. When Bryce Young and the linebacker, I can't think of his name right now, when they said they were playing, I said, oh, they have to prove something. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. they have to prove something. And, and going back to that uh, Sugar Bowl against Alabama, Jay, uh, Alabama and Kansas State, they allowed Kansas State a 10 nothing lead, and then finally yeah, they, they got mad. Yep. Just got blitzed them after that. Mm-hmm. They, they – um. Hop the line, go and network. I want you to get mad. Well, Alabama got mad. It just shows you. I mean, also, Ohio State will continue to get great athletes and great football players. There's no question about that. And they have they have every resource in the world. Mm-hmm. But it just shows you the divide between you know Georgia, Alabama, and everybody else right now. Right. Right. I mean, and, the Big Ten got the worst of it in both ways. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. they had a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter. They had a double-digit lead three separate times. Listen, Ohio State had a double-digit lead three separate times. They led at halftime, 28-24. But 
Jay, brother, that the the fact that Georgia the fact that Georgia trailed by two scores on a couple separate occasions that woke him up. Yeah, it did. You're right. You did, they didn't put him away when they had the chance, and they let Georgia kind of eat back into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, it, and then that the field goal at the end of the game. I hate that the game ended that way, but it was yeah, just the way yeah. sports go. But yeah. man, that that field goal wasn't even close. It w- it really wasn't. Um, I got a present for y'all on. Uh, I got a I got a present for y'all, and I just happened to get I just happened to get this. Jay, you love SEC football, as do I. Scott Howard with the game winner. Clock moving at 123, 122, 121. Dogs have two timeouts. Ohio State has two timeouts. It's 41 to 35. Georgia trails by six. Boy, what a ball right there by Stetson Bennett. Nice route by Kiaris Jackson. Everyone on their feet here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Nobody sitting in this one from the 10. Snap it back to Bennett. He looks in the end zone, throws it for the back corner. Caught! Caught! Touchdown! Touchdown! Touchdown, A.D. Mitchell! Back left corner! Touchdown! The dogs have tied it! Corner route there by A.D. Mitchell. Great protection by Georgia right. That's courtesy of the Georgia Bulldogs radio network. Scott Howard, the legendary Scott Howard, on the call. And I I played that for Jay. I played that for everybody. I played that especially for Jay. There's one thing I love about college football when I listen to them on on the radio. I, I've been told they they get into it, man. They get in. They really, really get into it, and I love every bit of it. Yeah, he's on the board. That's part of the the uh, the pageantry of college football. I mean, it's just. I know bowl, especially now the way things are with opt outs and mm-hmm. some of these bowls almost mean nothing. But damn, man, the Saturday was just great. It really was. CJ Stroud. Yeah. Let me, let me read this correctly. He played a hell of a game. Yeah, he did. Uh, CJ Stroud, 23 of 34, 348 yards through four touchdowns. Stetson Bennett, also 23 of 34 for 298, three touchdowns plus a pick. And I hated, let me repeat Jay's statement. I hated that it ended the way that it did um, with the field goal being shanked uh, wide left. But this is a reminder, and Jay has said this on my show many, many times over. This is a reminder of the superiority of college football because of the way the kids play. Now, what? I got to believe, I know, I know the game lasted to almost exactly midnight Saturday. Beyond much, midnight. But I gotta yeah. believe the ratings were pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Man alive. I bet you that uh, yeah, I bet you the ratings will be through the roof. Yeah. Yes, it is. They're, if I can they take a page out of out of Cole's playbook. My one concern is Monday night with the championship. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a feeling Georgia Georgia's woken up and will play really well Monday Same. night. Same. I, Same. I believe that too. Same. I be, I believe that too. Uh, Georgia was already installed as the favorite, and the spread right now is 13. And they're not going to have a four-week layoff like they just had. No, they're no. not. They're not. Championship yeah. game is Monday night. Monday. I will do a live stream for that. I will do a live stream for that game Monday Monday night from uh, SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. But, it's Jay, I'll repeat your statement. That game against Ohio State, 
may have really, really woken up the dogs as they prep for TCU. Well, and that's nothing against TCU. They've obviously had a tremendous year, but mm-hmm. yeah, their one loss was to Kansas State, and we saw what happened to Kansas State on Saturday. Yes, that's, that's yes. why I say people don't want, don't want to hear this, but you could probably say the two best teams in college football are Alabama and Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just the, Georgia. I went back and look. I knew Georgia had two real. I mean, not, I'm sorry, Alabama had two real close games. They mm-hmm. lost two games by a total of four points. Yes. A yeah. total of four points. <laughs> it. I mean, think about it. It took a field goal at the end of regulation to for one loss, mm-hmm. and it took a two point conversion to be executed and converted in overtime right. for the other. Right. 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 Yeah, but the problem is the team that beat them in overtime, but well, no, beat them in on field goal. They lost their quarterback, and that's how their season went down the drain. Mm-hmm. Well, look, the other school. They decided to get smacked around by Texas A&M out of all teams. Well, just look, as far as, just far look, as Tennessee. Mirror, the two programs are almost mirror, mirror images of each other because the two coaches coach with each other for so yeah. long. I mean, they're almost yeah. identical programs. They just happen to be in different states and different cities. Right. Mm-hmm. No, as far as Tennessee is concerned, look, the quarterback does not play defense. That doesn't explain the 63 points that South Carolina hung on them. No, not at all. It doesn't. <laughs> And, no, then, and, then Tennessee, and then Tennessee ripped Clemson to shreds. Mm-hmm. They ripped Clemson to shreds. They did. And, uh, got a, got I, a lot I, of notoriety here this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, got a lot of notoriety here this year because Hooker, Hendon Hooker is from Greensboro, which is 25 yeah. 30 miles from where I live. So, I mean, right. he, they got, he got a lot of exposure. And he had a great this year. I just hate that he got hurt. I yeah, did too. I hate him too. I did too. And uh, and to, boy, was, early, he, was, was he playing? Was he was he playing at a Heisman level before he got hurt? Absolutely, yeah. he was. Yes, he was. And, 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 and to your earlier point about Alabama and Georgia, uh, Jay uh, Ryan said it best. He says, "Man, Kirby Smart said it uh, said as such after the game when he said we got a lot of work to do." Mm-hmm. Talking about how parallel Alabama and Georgia are. Yeah, yeah. There's no question that about sounds it. Like, that sounds totally like a Nick Saban line. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, for the most part, right. I mean. Same as assistants have done so-so, but none right. of them have come close to what Kirby Smart's done at Georgia. Oh, not even right. close. No. Not even close. No. Not even can, close. Can, can can I give Kentucky a one-year ban from the SEC? <laughs> <laughs> what, what the hell was that? They want to be there. What they the hell want was to that? be there. Yeah, they want the and, money. Yeah, of course. And <laughs> Will Levis opted out. He didn't even play. And a lot, you know, Bill Kuyper's got him as the number one pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. Why? I, I don't see that. I, I don't see that. I don't see how. I could no. I I can unfortunately because Texans. Yeah, the Texans own the number one draft pick. <laughs> I could see them pulling off a BS pick as that. Mm-hmm. I could totally see. Mm-hmm. It. Oh boy. Oh boy. Jay Spivey joining us here. That's why I don't understand the opt outs, but. For me, if you're a teammate and you've put in three years or whatever it is that these guys have put in, why are you opting out in a bowl game? It looks – to, to the team that this, looks like a cop This trend is really nasty. Yeah, because and, and I had someone tell me that when a player opts out, it just shows how much they are not a part how, – how, right. how much they are not a part of the team. Now, and Chris, how much they didn't want to be – 
This is why Chris been saying let's get ready for right. bowl season because what's the point of watching bowl game when we know players gonna opt out? Hey, Florida, six percent of our team didn't even want to go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Christian McCaffrey one of the first, if not the first, to do this? Yes. You are correct. Yes. yes. And now he's everybody's the first big pu- he's the first publicized everybody's one to do it. Yeah. Everybody's doing it's it now. Just, no, I would, he, he was the first one, but it really didn't start happening until Jalen Suggs decided not to opt out to play mm-hmm. in the bowl game, and he got injured. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, oh, man. That's Jay when it's, that's when it went up to another level. Yeah, Jay might be joining us here on the on the program as we talk college football. All right, Jay, good question for you, and I hate to do this. Uh-oh. How does Carolina get beat by two players? <laughs> what, what are we talking about here? <laughs> we're, we're talk, we're Tom Brady and Mike Davis. Talk, yeah, talking talk about the the poorest uh, job the secondary did. In defend and I guess it's like the press rush too. In having two bo- having two bombs from Three. Brady to Evans. Three no, bombs. No, no, the, 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 well, no, 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 no. The third was a no, no. The, the, the third the third one was a thirty yard pass. But Any, two, the other anybody two who, fifty or more. Anybody who watched Carolina and it's fourteen games this year knows their defense was pathetic this year. Yes. So what's surprising about that? Here's Nothing the, at all surprising about it. Here's the fun thing about that, Jay. I was listening. I was intently listening to national media in the buildup to this past Sunday's game. And I'll be doggone the national media was just saying, well, it looks like the Panthers have a really good defense. Wow, look at what they've done the last month. And I'm thinking, what games have you been watching? Right. Really? Right. No. They let Mike Evans look like he – I mean – he was Mike, Mike Evans looked like Jerry Rice. That seriously. <laughs> but he's done nothing this season until yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right. They, they, and seriously. seriously. Tom Brady's looked pretty <clears throat> Tom Brady's looked pretty <clears throat> excuse me. He's <clears throat> looked pretty pedestrian up until yesterday. And he looked like a world beater yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm serious when I say this, man. Absolutely. The Panthers secondary made Mike Evans look like Jerry Rice. And I'm like, yeah. how in the yeah. world? I mean, how do you not? How do you not double team him or do something different? Just mm-hmm. change things up. And so we'll make it even I'm more like, blind boy. Married to this cover zero. I'm like, good lord. Okay. And we'll make it more blind boy. Okay. The Panthers had a double digit lead. They yes. were up fourteen nothing. Couldn't put them away. They kept nope. turning the ball over. But they, they let Mike Evans run free. They didn't touch Tom Brady. Didn't touch. No, him. they did not. And I know Jason no. Bourne's hurt, but so what? A lot of teams have hurt players right now. Mm-hmm. This is right. just ridiculous. But yeah, and it outlines so many politics out there. Is, oh, it's been a great year. No, it's not. You got a losing record. Mm. And it outlines. And we still have a losing record, even if they would have went out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they should have won yesterday. They should have. Yes, that game should have been. Should have won walking yeah. away. Yeah, and and the fact that they played, the fact that that defense played a porous fourth quarter it to me it typifies the whole entire season and I, I remember watching that game and they actually showed a montage of when uh dj moore took off his helmet when he caught the touchdown pass and yes that's mm-hmm. exactly right yes and that's i was sort like of, that's sort of changed where they were mm-hmm. i mean that yeah. game they're saying that game even had they lost yesterday next week would have meant so much more it would have meant mm-hmm. more right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
But yeah. now they allow Tampa Bay to come back and beat them. Yeah. Part one. And Tampa Bay takes part, the division. Mm-hmm. Again. And part two, it, I go back to what Jay Nobody said. They had a chance stuff. to put Tampa Bay away several mm-hmm. times. And did. Oh, and that, you know, having watched the first, I watched, you know, you know, basically the whole game. Up 14 nothing. They had a chance to put it up easily 21 28 nothing. Easily. Mm-hmm. Right. Easy. And it wasn't yeah, and it wasn't the bus defense was doing all of that great. No. Mm-hmm. They were just getting timely turnovers. That was it. No, time turnovers were killing them. It was a timely and Brady was if you, I mean, Brady was really frustrated the first half. Yeah. And then yeah. then yeah, they got the, then they got that long pass to Evans, and that just seemed like it woke him up and just it woke, like it woke him up. It woke and that was it. And yeah, that was it. That was it. Yeah. But they because I was shocked. Nothing to change anything. No. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you all just married to this cover zero, huh? Just married to it. Just man to man. That's that's what you're gonna do. And, like, and Brady burned and Brady burned him. I'm like Brady Brady burned you're, him. You're talking to you're talking to possibly the most experienced quarterback that's ever played in the history of the sport, maybe for the exception of oh, yeah. George Blanda. Absolutely. And you're going know, to how many times that I said it. How many times that yesterday? But they actually showed Brady has now been in the NFL. More than Longer. half of his life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. By well, yesterday was three days past halfway point of his life. So yep. he's he's actually spent more time in the NFL than he has not spent outside inside the NFL. Exactly, and exactly. you never see that. Not even for a kicker. Mm-mm. Oh, coach, man, how many times that. have I said it? Not I'm even about Tom Brady. Not not even that. Welcome, big mm-hmm. discussions. Uh, big time Michigan fan. Thank you. Uh, for joining us, the final oh, watcher. Thank wonderful you. season. I forgot to say that. Wonderful hey, season. Great, great season. season great season for Mi- great season for yeah. Michigan. Let's go back to that. Yeah. Let's 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 go back to that. Is it really Michigan, a wonderful season for Michigan? Michigan had a great had, Michigan had a great season, and I'll say it again. Jay and I talked about this uh, during the game on Saturday. Did it seem to you, Jay, that Michigan just got pushed around in that game by TCU? Especially early on until later in the game. Yes, I would agree with that. What do you no think? Woke, what do you think woke him up? Is was it the fact that they were down and they knew they had to throw the ball to well, stay in the game? I, I think it, I think everybody sort of looked down at TCU because I mean they yeah. did not play. Yeah, they yeah, did yeah. not play well in the Big Twelve championship game. And on top of it, to me. Uh, and this has not been said, and I'm surprised it hasn't been said all that much. Not saying with us, but just in general. Why was Jim Harbaugh going uh, going for it on fourth down? In, I in, agree. In, inside, I agree. Inside TCU's five. I agree. And, no, if it's if it's fourth down this early, that early in the game, take the points. Take the points. And beca- and, and be- take the and points. Because, and because he did not do that. It, it, and I, I think it was so poetic injustice that happened to be the margin of, of defeat. You know, the thing about that is, you know, it's over and over and over, over college and NFL. Now it's starting to seep into high school. Yes. Mm-hmm. An- analytics junk. And who would have ever thought Harbaugh would, would get into that mess? Yeah. You know, the analytics junk. Don't go, just get the points when you can. Worry yep. about the other stuff right. later in the game. And you knew, and you knew. Right. And you knew it was going to be, well, I, uh, you knew it was going to be a high scoring game because TCU had the second most points average right. in the Big Twelve. Right. 
Second most points in average in the Big 12. And I know this played an impact on the game. There's no question about this. Yep. Like I told you guys a million times back in in the last basketball season, college basketball Mm -hmm. season, Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. Carolina and their fans put so much interest in beating Duke and did not care one bit about beating Kansas in the championship, which to me just boggles my mind, and nobody will ever convince convince me otherwise. Yeah. You could tell – that Michigan's still out of hangover from beating the snot out of Ohio State. Yes. And that was a month ago. That's the issue that I'm that's that, the issue I have that's to. two years in a row though. Because but when you they walked in, all the eggs in one basket. No, but Your they, job is to beat no. TCU. No, it's, but not, see, it's not Ohio State. It's beat see, TCU. But see, playmaker, this was a bigger deal for Michigan considering that last year it was in the big house. This year it's in Columbus. And but I what I don't get, and I agree with you, Jay, what I don't get is how is it that you don't have the program infused into these basketball and football players? Uh, yeah, I know that's our biggest rival we just beat, and it's great. That's a wonderful achievement. But there's a bigger achievement at hand. Mm-hmm. See, my thing is this, Cole. Last year when it was in the big house, you haven't beaten Ohio State ever since Erdemari came there. So from Erdemari to Ryan, you haven't, you haven't beaten them. Past. You that knew. Who cares about that? Going into the orange, you going against a Georgia Bulldog team. Semifinals. And and they their mindset wasn't on the semifinals. Their mindset was on Ohio State. Ohio State. Georgia smoked them them from beginning to finish. So you knew coming in this year, y'all can beat Ohio State, but you know y'all got to make up for what happened last season because y'all walked in the orange bowl and got smoked by Georgia. Like I just said, whether it be fans, players, coaches. Yeah, when Carolina beat Duke in the Final Four, who cares? Yeah, yeah who it cares? was. Yeah, it was. We beat Duke, but yeah. they didn't. I they heard, didn't I've got a real good friend who's a Carolina fan. Went to Carolina. He he couldn't have cared less that Carolina yeah. lost to Kansas. Couldn't have cared. Less, and I just do not understand. Yeah, that. I don't either. It's the mindset. Yeah, it, yeah it's, it's we it's the mindset. Yeah, it's we beat Duke. You you uh, reach the national championship. Uh, and, you don't care. Forget the win, national championship. Really? No, mm-hmm. it's not. It's, 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 not it's not them. It's not them beating Duke. They ended Coach K. What guys? What did Herman Edwards always say? You play to win the game. You, you play to win the game. You don't you play, play to just play show play up and win the game. No, Carolina's going to hold on to the fact that they was the ones who ended Coach K's legendary career. That doesn't matter. Who cares? You got one. You have one more game after that. Speaking of Herman Edwards, Jay, this one's for you. You play to win the game. Thank you. Period. Period. And, and you you could you tell that Michigan was so hungover from beating Ohio State in Columbus that pick six woke up TCU and put Michigan away. It yeah. put Michigan away because if you look at the game, even though Michigan's offense woke up, mm-hmm. they woke up in this in this uh, second half in the second half of the game, they were so far behind, they were not ready for TCU. No, not at all. Period. They were not. They were not ready for TCU. They were not ready for Max Duggan, who made some fantastic throws in there. He really did. Oh, he was. Oh man, he was nails in the pocket. How come Max Duggan? Let me ask this to Jay, and I'll give Jay the floor. Why did Max Duggan, even though he was invited to New York for the Heisman, why did Max get any real consideration for the Heisman Trophy? Uh, let me let me put this mildly. He's about the eighth or tenth favorite school in his own state. Yeah, I was now, gonna now say. You tell, me, you tell me how many national media members care about TCU. 
Mm. Oh, I, I, I could, I've lived, I just like you know North Carolina sports all that well, very well, Jay. Mm-hmm. Lived in Texas for the first three and a half decades of my life. I can tell you, TCU doesn't even rate as no, even not. in the top five programs in Texas. It's Texas. all it about the Longhorns of Texas. Yes, yes it Longhorns, is. then AM, then maybe Texas Tech. Maybe Texas Tech. And then after Tech. that, then after that, Katie Bartador. Mm-hmm. TCU is then considered top five in their own state. No, so not even what, close. So what would yeah, make anybody think team. that Max Duggan would actually win the Heisman with that consideration just within their own state? And, and he probably should have won the Heisman. And, and I think he should have. Yeah. From, and this is the first team from Texas to reach the college football playoff. It's, yeah. the same, it's the same thing when it comes to the NFL. They already gave it to Caleb Williams. USC is back. And, and, then USC got sm- and, then, and then USC got smoked by Utah. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, well, let me do this correctly, sir. So, yes, USC is back. And then Utah gave him that. Pretty much, the Heisman Trophy is a regular season award. It's not an overall award. It's a regular season award. And that that should change because there are a couple of players in recent times that won the Heisman that shouldn't have, Caleb Williams being one. You know know who else didn't get consideration for the the Heisman Trophy because they won it all quarterbacks? Brock Bowers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's a shame. And he might be the best player in college football. Yep. And now one piece of consider and now one piece of consideration for Brock Bowers for the highest trophy. Now one. Now See, yeah, he, I, I'm gonna pose this because me and Cole talk about Georgia this. Steady. I want to talk me and Cole talk about this. I want to get Snowman's and Jay thoughts on it. Cause we I have sat here and said that the NFL got it wrong by putting the Jaguars and the Titans for Saturday night and not Sunday night. Yes, what do you guys think about the fact that the Last game of the season is the Lions at Packers, not Titans at Jaguars. Since the AFC South is up for grabs and the Titans Jaguars are fair, but just uh, a seven seed possibly is uh, going again, to be up good, for grabs. This goes back to NBC. what NBC mm-hmm. controls this. For you guys know this, of course. Mm-hmm. ESPN, mm-hmm. despite putting up billions of dollars for the NFL, is an afterthought with the NFL. It is. It yeah. just yeah. is. So, so I'm not surprised they did what they did. I'm not the least bit surprised. Agreed, mm-hmm. Ben. And I mean, and the other thing, it was already kind of predetermined for weeks that that game was going to be, it was going to was going to be have so much importance. So I mean, I guess just go ahead and play that Saturday and be done with it. And but NBC I, NBC controls the schedules, obviously. Do yes. I mean that game yeah. last night was that game last night wasn't even scheduled until last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I'm glad and they, they did. Play, and they flex it. And they flex it to Sunday night. You know why couldn't they? Because it was supposed to be the Chargers and Rams last. Chargers and Rams. Yep. And they. Yes. They. I'm just. I'm glad they did they because yeah, we got Chargers Rams. Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah Thank they, goodness. They, they they that. Why didn't they flip it for uh, Jaguars <laughs> for a Sunday night clash for the AFC, AFC South title? But yeah, well, and, and, I'm yeah, not surprised. I, oh, but I, but but Jay, to your point, and I think Playmaker said it. He was saying that, uh, you know, they wanted to have a presence for Saturday. And I'm thinking, NFL doesn't need to have a presence for Saturday. I mean, they own Sunday and Monday anyway. So Mm -hmm. why would they want to have to own Saturday? Well, that brings me to another point. And I'm sure you guys hear this all the time. When I hear people talking about 
he's going to be great on Sundays. Now, how many days is the NFL playing on their schedule during the week? Four. They're playing Thursday. They're playing Sunday. Yeah, at least playing one or four. That's just regular. That's just regular. Mm-hmm. Then you got you got Saturday games later in the season. When, it you, keep, got when you get to December, it's you, I mean, sometimes you got other games during the week. You know, there's probably going to be a Tuesday or Wednesday night package coming up soon. Yeah. Oh, and I, then, I and then, oh, by the way, so when you have Christmas come up, fun. yeah. And then, oh, by the way, when you have Christmas come up, it it could they could have games anywhere around right. then on any day of the week. Mm-hmm. Like last year, Christmas fell on Saturday. They played on Friday. Right. So it's not just a Sunday Sunday schedule. Hmm. And like you said, Jay, NBC controls this. They do. Yeah, they just let out do because because as soon as soon as the as soon as the schedule's out, and it normally is about what April, maybe early May. Mm-hmm. Yeah, NBC April. is like, April. yeah. Hey, I know. I know. April's when when they uh, when they had it finalized. I think up until last year, and I think it was at least early May last year for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because no, uh, that was to stretch out the all season. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, they want to be. I mean, they, they want to have a presence twelve months of the year. Like, they, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. And so you know, yes. So you know, NBC is looking at that schedule and they say, okay, week one we want this game. Week sixteen we want this game. Week seventeen we want this game. You know, that's how they are. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and then when they select, and then when they selected Fox, NBC, I'm at Fox and CBS can't say a thing. Nope. They can't no. say anything. No. And, CB- and CBS, when they had the NFC package, controlled everything. Well, like yesterday. Yep. What? Who on earth would have thought that the Packers and Vikings would have been on CBS? Yeah, that's, because that's the they, AFC channel. Right. Because CB- CBS has the CBS. yep. CBS has the AFC package, and they're showing an NFC game. With the other possibly hanging in the matter of fact, no. Matter of fact, they show both of the games. Usually, because when whoever the road team is, whoever that package is with, gets that station. With the well, Rams being the road team, they still gave it to CBS. The other yeah, thing like, is, that ESPN can call this Monday Night Football all they want. It's not like it was on ABC for years and years and years. Close. It's, it's not. It's not even close. I mean, y'all, y'all remember Monday Night Football was huge, huge. And if they played this game years ago on Monday Night t- this this tonight, Buffalo and Cincinnati. There would have been so much hype for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I, just, I mean, this is a big game tonight. It really is. It, oh, it's I huge. mean, look, look. It's a it's a huge we, game. And we don't have to look any further than when the Dolphins and the Bears played. That back was classic. The best, wow. right? The best yeah. game ever on Monday night. The one hype. of the few times my parents, one of the few times mm-hmm. my parents let me stay up so I can watch the entire game because we the watched most the Monday night, game. most watched Monday most night game by far ever, and the hype. Was weeks before mm-hmm. that game. Weeks, and, weeks before, and the, and this was not even with the anticipation of the Bears being undefeated before they went to Miami. No, and there was no social no. media there. None, and they hyped None. the hell. They hyped the hell out of that game. It was the hype. The hype basically centered around that vaunted defense, the forty six defense led by uh, Buddy Ryan versus Dan Marino tearing up, uh, tearing up defenses. Uh, that was that was the hype. Yeah, and then of course it got bigger and bigger with the undefeated season that the Bears had. I, I was thirteen years old. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, actually, mm-hmm. I'm a, I think I actually might have been fourteen. Mm-hmm. Either way, I should have been. In, mm-hmm. I should have been in bed, but I didn't even care anything about getting any sleep that night. I couldn't I wait to watch it. Nor did I. 
I'm I'm around I'm around your age too, bro. I didn't get sleep at all. L- listen, that game <laughs> minus that game minus social media was already hyped the way that it, the way that it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, they started hyping that six weeks prior. Yeah. But who expected the Bay? Who expected the Chicago Bears to be undefeated by the time they went to Miami? That just right. added to it. Yeah. That added to mm-hmm. all. That added and, to and, all and, the and hype. And Miami still being the only team that's been undefeated. Yep. That added. Yep. That another so element to it, right? The way that and the way, given the way that the Bears won their um, two previous games, shut out the Cowboys, shut out the Falcons, forty-four right. against the Cowboys, thirty-six against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Coming into that game against Miami, the the hype went through the roof. Oh, they and the Bears had, and in the best. had members of the seventy-two team on the sideline. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the Bears, the Bears might be the best team to p- ever play in the NFL that one year. Mm-hmm. But I don't almost yeah. think we're that game helped the Bears because after they lost to the Miami, they were just unbeatable. They, they were unbeatable. They, they they didn't it they did weren't help. touched. It, it helped them even that though, year, but I think even helped. though the Bears surrendered the Bears surrendered thirty eight points in that loss and four hundred plus yards of offense. Thank you, Dan Marino. Mm-hmm. It woke them up. Yeah, I woke them up. It, I think. It, I think it helped them that year, but I think it hurt them long term. Yes, because they well, thought, I, okay, well, some, like you, we're like, invincible. Point, that oh. was a fluke, and then a lot of teams kept beating them the way that the Dolphins did, starting in. To your point, Cole. To your point, Cole. I mean, that team should have won a lot more Super Bowls than they did. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, yes. That, that team, There's that no team. reason they should have won one. There's and no reason they should have won one. one. And, and I, I still feel terrible for Walter Payton because he should get he should have scored that touchdown. Not, not, not William yeah. Perry. Not William Perry. No. Not William Perry. No. Yeah. That Bears yeah. Te- that Bears yeah. team from '85 should have led to a dynasty, but they slowly yes. started breaking. Mm-hmm. They slowly started breaking it up, and the last mm-hmm. straw, the very very last straw, came in January of '89 when the Bears hosted the NFC Championship against the 49ers, and the 49ers tore them to shreds. And I think it started with the George. Uh, what's sorry, with the Charles Martin pile driving of uh, Jim McMahon on the Soldierville turf in eighty. Yeah, well, yeah, that's part of it. That should have been a dynasty, yeah. and they weren't. They just weren't. Yeah. But that that for that one season, other than the Miami game, nobody was going to beat them. No, no, nobody no, was going to beat nobody them. Nobody was nobody was going to touch no. them. We're out of time. No. Jace might be joining us here on the program as he does every single Monday. Thank you, Jay, so so much. Uh, we Thank love you. you. Happy New Year. And have a great day, my friend. Thanks, guys. Enjoyed it. Have a great week. You too, brother.